0: I'm Molly, and you're listening to Zetas Lapidus, a Mammoth Club original podcast. Sup,
1: all you apes and monkeys, because we're inclusive here, even though the film is not. Welcome to Zetas Lapidus. I'm Alan. I'm Molly. And I'm an ape. Nice! Not a
2: monkey. <laughs> not a monkey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Max. Yeah. Not a monkey.
1: <sighs> And this is Zetus Lapidus. It's the podcast where we watch every Disney Channel original movie or DCOM in chronological order and then spend far too much time
2: Analyzing them. This mm-hmm. week, folks, we watched the Jenny Project. I'm sorry, hold on. I think you mean. This week, folks, we watched Hounded 2 <laughs> quit monkeying around.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Starring Lance Guest of Jaws the Revenge fame. <laughs> uh, <it's so laughs> Who kind of looks like an older Kirk Cameron if you think about it. It's I'm, weird. It's weird. I, I'm telling you, if I
2: hadn't watched Hounded, I wouldn't have realized how much alike I think these two movies are. (laughs) It's so true. And on the surface, you wouldn't think that. But zany animal uh, movie is like, there's not a lot to play with there. True, true. I mean,
1: like one thing that I will say, and we'll probably get into this later, is that, Hounded at least set up plot points that they never fulfilled. This movie just was like, not, we're a zany animal movie.
2: Let's we're go. We're a zany animal movie. Let's go. We love being a zany animal like, movie. Listen, quit we're honest. monkeying around. I but mean, quit aping around.
0: <laughs> I'm going to get into this. This is my whole thesis on this movie. But like, is it a zany comedy though? Because it should be, but it's actually a melodramatic lifetime film. Oh, like, God. The tone sure. is so wild I, in this
2: movie. I don't know how to feel at all about yeah, this man? If I'm being honest, I don't know how to feel at all. After watching it, I am only more confused than I was before I watched it. That's honestly part of part of this podcast, is me working through
1: my emotions and sharing it with you two. So that yeah. way I'm like, alright, am I crazy? But in any case, the basic show info on The Jenny Project is based on the book Jenny by Douglas Peterson, The Jenny Project tells us the story of a chimpanzee named Jenny who has the ability to use and understand sign language. When Dr. Hugo Archibald brings home the latest of a long line of creatures, Jenny quickly becomes an important part of the Archibald family and eventually brings the whole family closer together.
2: Yeah, it's definitely about her learning sign language. That's definitely <sighs> what this movie's about. Yeah.
1: Did
0: they even need that in
2: the plot? They needed,
1: uh, they needed something.
2: They need a different movie if that's what it's about. True. I was I I this movie doesn't know what it is. Can I mean, like, so it, it, that happened in the plot, certainly. But that's not what this movie's about.
0: I was really excited for this movie, and it let me down Horde. Yeah. Oh,
2: <laughs> we got man. we got
1: dropped out the fucking plane on this one with it no parachute, rough. no yeah. nothing.
2: No spoilers on our ratings here, but I think oh. we're all saying the same thing, which I was woof <laughs> yeah. on this movie. Did you watch this movie as a kid? No. No. Yeah, there you I, go. Didn't, I didn't know. You're that. Done. Hey,
1: we're done. Hey, you know what? Check that off the longest,
0: list. <laughs> longest 76 minutes of my life. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Today, watching this right, movie. This, this film. Okay, the top song of the time was You Remind Me by Usher.
0: You remind me of a girl that I want to see a face whenever I, I look at you. You know, I saw Usher in a mall once. Wow. Oh, yeah, you told me this Atlanta.
1: story. Have, have you heard the story, Max? I have heard this story. Oh, yeah, he
0: wasn't that nice. And at the time, it made me really sad and annoyed. But looking back, I'm like, he probably just wanted to go to the mall and not be today hounded by 13-year-olds that were also in Lucky looking for jeans.
2: Yeah, he was probably just tired.
0: Ursher baby. Same.
1: The top movie of the time was a banger. Legally blonde.
0: Oh fuck yeah,
1: Ooh, I love that movie. That is a good one. Yeah. That's a good number one. Inarguably better than this movie I'd and something movie. I would have rather talked about. Hold on.
2: Hold on. Yeah. Go on. Don't be don't be crazy.
0: <laughs>
1: undeniable, I like how you couldn't get through it. Undeniably both have a courtroom scene. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, they do
2: both have a courtroom scene. Of the two films <laughs> released that had courtroom scenes. This one's definitely better. Yeah, for sure. Yeah.
0: Do not do not do my girl Elle Woods this way. Elle Woods, fun fact about me, is you know how sometimes in interviews they ask you what TV character or movie character you're most like? I've been asked that in multiple interviews for different things, and Elle Woods is always my answer. Hmm. Hmm.
2: I don't think I've ever been asked that. Yeah. Nor have I. Maybe that's a question. <laughs> I don't know why I think this is a question that maybe only women get, Molly, who like, you watch TV, right? What? character do you think you're most like and, like,
0: then, I'm, uh, and then i dazzled him with l woods <laughs> Hell yeah oh yeah i think i have a lot in common with l big fan of her work I'm
2: great character great both character. blonde sure Starts, sure and, and we're done
0: and start there, we, there both, it is. we both like pink, both lawyers and we were both in a sorority so nice you mm. know that's it that's what that's the end nothing about people underestimating us or working hard to achieve our goals. I just end it right at just the blonde
2: pink sorority period.
0: That's it. The
1: trifecta. You got it. Nice. (laughs) Uh, Some of the top news headlines of the time in Moscow, Russia, the session of the International Olympic Committee, by the way, I feel like there was a collective intake of air when I said in Moscow, Russia, <laughs> because of the mm. current you know political the climate is going to be Ooh, boy. Hey, but for this one, it wasn't too crazy because they were just selecting Beijing as the host city of the 2008 Summer Olympics this week.
2: Hey, you start talking about the Russians and the Olympics and it can get controversial. Let me just say we got, we got fixed figure skating out here, folks. We do. I saw that documentary.
1: Honestly, I did not even know they were steroids. What do you mean? It's just needle in butt. What are you talking about?
0: You know the thing is, I'd like to go to Russia, but not now.
1: Uh, sure. Yeah. Like, it's
0: pretty. And I like vodka, but I don't anything. think no, that's just, enough
1: of a reason
2: to want to not go to, on, to Russia. On the list of places <laughs> on the, around the world, it's, it's pretty, pretty low, low for me. Right <laughs>
0: I just want to see, uh, it's in St. Petersburg, I believe, that very famous church that's really yeah. pretty. I, I mm-hmm. would like to see that, but Uh, agreed very low on the list and and it doesn't feel like a place i'll feel good about traveling anytime soon yeah Yeah, that that, that seems
2: reasonable feels like a good
1: decision in other news now this is not current news this news is actually two weeks prior to the release of this film but after watching it i literally went back and had to revise some news to bring in something that is exciting and that is that the greatest film franchise of all time was released two weeks prior to the jenny project the Fast and the Furious. The Fast and the Furious. Paul Walker drove his way
2: into our hearts, and Vin oh, yeah. was there too. But mostly, Paul Walker. Fast and Furious we, franchise. We began. learned it was indeed about family. Yeah.
0: Do you, you live can, your life a quarter mile at the time? At a time.
1: You can uh, have any beer you want, so long as it's a Corona.
2: That's right. I think that Hugo Archibald probably lives his life a quarter, a quarter mile at a time. Yeah. One one trip to Africa at a time.
0: You know what's crazy? Is both Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings also debuted in 2001.
1: They did. That's correct. Towards the end of the year, wow. actually.
0: What a banger year for uh, franchises.
2: Wow. We got Harry Potter... And Lord of the Rings, which on any other year would be the best film released. (laughs) But we have But unfortunately for them, imagine releasing the Lord of the Rings and thinking like, surely we're we're number one. And then out of nowhere comes the Fast and the Furious and just steals the year.
0: (laughs) Well, well, Fast and the Furious came out six months before Lord of the Rings. Sure. So now, and five months before Harry Potter, which means both... Harry Potter and Frodo Baggins had to look to Dom Toretto and be like, We're never gonna catch this guy. We're I, never gonna live up to this He's So guy. many core always miles gonna ahead. be just In a second shadow. behind.
2: In Doesn't matter shadow. if it's uh, you know, by an Win- inch or a mile.
0: Winning's mm. winning. Winning's
1: winning. winning. If only Frodo had taken those stupid fucking eagles from the get go. But that's neither here nor there. What is here is the Jenny project.
0: I'd rather talk about any of the other movies we've mentioned. Yeah, could we yet.
2: instead talk about The Fast and the Furious, Harry Potter, or The Lord of the Rings? Unfortunately, Or Legally no. no. Blonde. <laughs> or <laughs> Legally Blonde. <laughs> Tell you what, I'll settle for We can talk about the Broadway musical. Uh, I'd be happy to do that Lee option. Legally Blonde 2. Red, I'll White, Blonde. Let's have. do a sequel. I'll talk about The Goblet of Fire. <laughs>
0: the worst <laughs> harry potter <laughs> film well, you know classically I'll, I'll also talk about tokyo drift the worst fast of the furious
2: now hold on now wait, wait a it minute it's not the worst fa- <laughs> fast four thom- fast four is the worst I one think I, I think
0: i had tokyo drift on my list as the lowest because i want to be with the family I, yeah, I understand. I like the driving, obviously. We love but Han. Han
2: is a part of the family.
0: Yeah, but we don't know that yet.
2: <laughs> when you first watch it, we were like, who's yeah. this guy? You yeah. didn't even know he was already part of the, fam. he was, part of the family. And, 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 he had <laughs> been part of the family for a while. He had been part of the family. He had already lost Giselle.
0: I didn't know that. you okay? was struggling you emotionally. emotionally. You don't
2: even care about Giselle. You, because...
0: She was the impetus for Tokyo Drift. You were watching it, and you didn't even know. I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know, okay? And <laughs> I, I do miss Giselle, and I miss the fact that she solves crime by getting an old sleazy man to grab her ass and then lift the hammer off her <laughs> <for an> <laughs> bathing suit, and I, 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 I miss her so much. God, oh. we
2: so badly don't want to talk about this movie, But instead this is what we're doing. <laughs> going to.
1: Okay, the open of the Ginny Project. Feels like a ripoff of the open of Forrest Gump.
0: I gotta tell you, they have gotten some public domain Hallmark movie music to use throughout this film because so bad it sounds like a worse version of like Homeward Bound or Father of the Bride or Forrest Gump or some actually good like feel good. (laughs) movie with characters you grow to love it's that really cheesy like springtimey music and they use it throughout this entire film and I'm just like this is public domain music somewhere that they just
2: borrowed similarly it sort of feels like there's a filter on the camera the yes. whole movie yes. like like if you're on Instagram, and you just swipe one time to the right to Paris. And it sort of softens every feature of your face. It sort of feels like this whole movie is shot like that.
0: <laughs>
1: it, honestly, there are some scenes where I feel like they swipe too far and they ended up in Los Angeles, which is like, why is <laughs> it a Why tone? is it a little gray? Yeah. Uh, so the entire opening sequence of this movie is intended to set up your main players. They are Andrew, Sarah, Leah and hugo all sharing the last name archibald which they are referred to frequently it's almost as if the cast of this film is a football team and you almost exclusively refer to each other by your last names true listeners for those of you who haven't played football that is traditionally what happens on football teams
0: also i gotta say this this is not you're not getting armageddon right now but i have to say that lance guest who plays dad archibald is michael brody from uh, Jaws: The Revenge, and it's also a welcome back from the community theater because he's Cosmo Cola.
2: I was going to say you Step might Sister remember Pl- that he was in Jaws because of an Armageddon yeah. during Stepsister from Planet Weird. Yeah. So yeah, we've got this, and this kid actually is in the Disney family already too. Andrew, do you all know this? Did you look him up, Molly? Have Monty? you seen it? Don't, don't 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 tell me if you know. Do don't, you know what he appeared in?
0: How about you? How about you put a pin in that?
2: Okay. All right. I'll put a pin in. Okay. I'll put a pin in. All
0: right. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. I won't I won't quiz Alan
2: then since you, I, I think you're going to use it. Okay. Got all right. it. I Got see it. you. Cool. I see you.
0: But there are some other community theater uh, returns as right. well. We get dad,
1: Hugo, returning home from his stint in Africa. Daughter, Sarah, is very excited to see dad. Andrew is not. Wife, Leah, is also not. We find out why a few beats later when... And when Hugh goes like, "Hey, why are you so upset?" And Leah delivers this great line of like, "Well, you were only supposed to be in Africa for three months, and here you are eight months later." Yeah, what no kidding the actual
2: fuck bro what And you brought yes. back a chimp He did bring back a chimpanzee he in brought a back a bag. chimpanzee <laughs> in a duffel bag.
0: Now, how is I that gotta a carry-on? I gotta say a few things about this. Now, first of all, did you guys ever catch fireflies when you were a child? Yes. Yeah. And your parent or someone probably said, "Hey, poke some holes in the top of that jar, <laughs> or they're gonna suffocate." Yeah. And all I could think about is, did you have that chimpanzee in a zipped-up duffel bag the whole flight from Africa? mean like, <laughs> fabric's breathable. <laughs> maybe is it i don't know i'm trying i to support think that depends it. on the bag
2: <laughs> if it's a waterproof bag Seems not like breathable certainly yeah. not breathable yeah we do get the origins to why he's got this chimp which is that he was on a research outing in africa and poachers killed the chimp's mom which gave us i think the darkest line i've ever heard in a decom which was she was pregnant so she was left to die it was a slow death muscles and organs failing i was like wow what a tone for us to start this movie on Uh, they're they're really trying
1: to get you emotionally invested i do want to go back to that scene though because they they established that jenny the chimpanzee that hugo has brought with him was born there and, and by by the mom who was pregnant when she was shot by poachers and scenes before, as we're in this flashback, Hugo is taking a look at this this injured and dying chimpanzee and is like, to the people around him, I can't save her. I'm a PhD. I'm not that kind of doctor. And then she goes into labor and he says, somebody get hot water and towels because all of a sudden he knows how to do that. They yeah. taught him that in his uh, doctorate for, I presumably human socio studies
0: you know i have seen a mini movies where someone or some animal goes into labor and they need hot water and towels and i never have understood why they need hot water
2: why do you need it's for cleaning the doctor's hands i imagine
0: oh listen
2: as somebody that doesn't want kids or you know i, I don't know
0: i understand why you'd want towels i understand it's a messy procedure but I, yeah. hot water yeah i guess to wash your hands
2: hydrotherapy is an immersion in warm water during labor oh Listen, I'm just going to say that 22 years later, The Last of Us did a much better mom dying while giving birth scene. Like, it's I'm real. just like, it's, they really, and <laughs> it feels they fair really to got the a two. better version. <laughs>
1: it really does feel fair to compare those two.
0: Also, two things. I hated the noise that the, the chimp made when they <laughs> shot it. It was so sad. Yeah, it was nice. Oh, good. yeah. Second of all, we got to click the single parent counter up.
2: For the mom, what, for the chimpanzee, the chimpanzee.
0: <laughs> for Jimmy, she's, she's the only decent character well, in this movie, and the title
2: character. <laughs> God, if that's not true, good word. This cast sucks. is so unlikable; it is crazy.
0: I'm saying I like the chimpanzee and no one else. So I a hundred percent agree. I care that her parents are dead. So click up the counter. That's right. That's
2: right. Oh, God. This movie
0: has so much going for it that I should like. I. This movie, I love an animal movie. I like the anti-poaching message. I like a kind of like hero or, you know, like a family drama who comes back together in the end. Like this movie has so much that I should like and I hate it so much. I'm
2: telling you, Mm -hmm. it's... It's rough. Yeah,
0: it is. Also, my favorite thing is, obviously the mom, they get, okay, we're back in America now. Obviously mom's pissed because dad didn't talk to her for like months and then shows up five months late. And he's just like, hey, young children, watch this wild animal real quick while (laughs) I go speak to your mother. And I'm just like... Are you the worst dad ever? Uh, I I think uh, now
2: this is this is bold mm-hmm. because we have watched motocross. I think that Hugo Archibald is in contention for worst dad of any. Fully agree. Like even with all the misogyny for motocross, I think Hugo Archibald is maybe in contention for worst dad ever.
0: He's at wor- least on the podium.
1: Oh, he's worse for different reasons. Like he is—he's bad because of neglect. He's bad because of narcissism. He's bad. Well, that's similar to, to motocross. He's bad because of like his intellectual superiority. Public endangerment. Huge. Uh, f- God. Child endangerment. Child endangerment. <laughs> <laughs> like kidnapping of a rare animal. I shouldn't say kidnapping, even though they do consider he, it their
0: child. Yeah, he, he, a- he, he kidnapped it.
1: <laughs> oh God. All ape right. napped it he ate napped it yeah. chimp napped yeah. they are sitting around the dinner table after this interaction where everybody's sort of upset with dad hugo naturally because he left for what he said was 3 months and instead was gone for 8 using that time to help raise a chimpanzee and we get a what tries to be an emotional scene about that later and all it really did to me was serve to the fact that hugo cares about this chimp and his career more than his actual kids and wife sure but at the dinner table the first question he asks andrew that we see that's any real engagement is how are your grades mm-hmm. mom tells me they've been slipping and one thing that i i thought was maybe the only good part of andrew's character maybe oh, good is too generous realistic yep there we go part of andrew's character was he consistently kept beating the beating at home that dad is an absent father he's like Mm -hmm. you didn't seem to care about my grades when you were gone for eight months slide chair under the table and angrily stomp off after being asked if he could be excused by the way which i thought was polite yeah but we established that dynamic pretty early andrew dad have a contentious relationship leah dad i can't fucking figure out their relationship at all i also can't figure out leah's accent what it, her cadence and tone wild
0: uh, at one point she says chimpanzees <laughs> 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 she says it's so crazy Chimpo- you bring up a chimpanzee and i'm like what
1: oh it's true and I guess the daughter, Sarah, is
2: just there. I don't know what purpose she serves.
0: I think she's supposed to be comedic relief, but there's not a funny thing about her. Or She has like three
2: in. lines in the whole movie. She basically, she might as well not be in this movie. She just takes up space.
0: She just takes up space. This gets to my whole thing about this movie, because the next things that are going to happen is we're going to have like a couple montage moments of like the chimp causing chaos. Like, mm-hmm. They're gonna wake up and the chimps destroyed the kitchen. Which why mm-hmm. didn't they turn a fucking light on in the kitchen? It was so dark. <laughs> that whole scene, I was like, is this is this Game of Thrones season eight? What is happening? Why is it so dark? But like the chimp it makes the kitchen dirty, and then the chimp does this, and then it's like all the you know the it's oh, hounded. The it, it's hounded, yes. but it's got that like. Sacred music and the filter on it and these <laughs> melodramatic characters the whole time. Like it should be a funny, rompy, zany animal comedy, but it's like the most melodramatic lifetime yeah. movie I've ever seen. Yeah, mom wants wants jenny out. She wants that chip dead. Like Hugo
1: She, she does. She, she does. <laughs> Hugo defends the chimp. And then it's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to defend the chip. But also, I got to go to work, babe. Like, I got <laughs> oh, to
2: jet. He doesn't say, babe. She's like, you know, after the the kitchen throwdown where he throws all of the food all over the place, he destroys their kitchen. That We cut to the morning. We see them running out the door. And she's like, it's the, it's the chip or me. And he not only is like, well, I got to go. He's like, well, you're going to take care of the chip. Anyway, bye. And what he says, because I watched it back was, love you, man. And I was like, wait a minute. Is her name, am I mishearing that? Is, is her name Mandy? Like, could he have said, love you, man? Uh-uh. Nope, it's Leah. Uh-uh. He, he looks at her. She's like, me or the chip? And he goes, I got to go. Take care of that chip. Change its diaper. Love you, man. And bails. God, he's so
1: bad at being a dad.
0: He is He's much so better bad. In, in Jaws 4. Okay. Well, He's a better dad and step sister, play of weird. That's, <laughs> that's true. That's the bar we're setting. He's, Cosmo he is Cola. A,
2: undeniably, Cosmo Cola is a better dad. He's true. nicer
0: to his bubble daughter than he is to, <laughs> to the family. Yeah, that is,
1: that is true. <laughs> Not only does Jenny trash the house, later on, Jenny also escapes and goes on to terrorize the neighborhood. True. Most specifically, Frank. The Mailman, which is another welcome back from the community theater, starring in, I shouldn't say starring, featured in 13th year and
0: Miracle in Lane 2. That's He's the, one. the like bad dad, dad, dad lane bad, in Lane. But I mean, most of you, including myself, know him best as Norm Scully from Brooklyn Nine Nine, but he does have more of a commanding role in this film than the other two. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. we'll call it commanding. So Jenny terrorizes Frank and then goes and terrorizes the neighbors whose names I. I'm sure I heard, but did not even register. I have because no idea what that is. It doesn't she's, matter. She's One of them tulip, doesn't matter. Yeah, Tulip Lady and Evangelical Husband. Those are the two <laughs> roles that I have classed them as in my head. And she sees Ginny eating tulips, and then Ginny chases her around as Andrew runs through the neighborhood desperately trying to find Ginny, and we happen upon... The evangelical man looking out the window to his wife Tulip Lady being chased in a ring around the rosy style circle, no, a duck duck goose style circle, mm. while Ginny is trying to pants Tulip Lady and Andrew happens upon them. Yeah, and that is that is sort of the chaos incarnate scene that we are uh, we are seeing here. While Hugo is at work trying to
2: go back to Africa. <laughs> Sure is. He <laughs> wants to go back today.
0: He's like, I wish I didn't come home to my shitty wife and kids. Yeah, I had to drop chum. the monkey off. So uh,
2: <laughs> <laughs> Now that they're taking care of this monkey, can I go back?
0: Def- are there uh, any other orphan animals I can acquire and bring back?
1: Yo, I so hope the book this is based on is better. Because if like the author has to be mad that this is what it turned I'm into. I'm telling you, Dude. I'm
0: so mad at this movie.
1: Oh God
0: but okay the craziest Part though is that I'm glad this doesn't happen but The wife is like you got to get rid of that Chimp after Mm -hmm. you know we do this Bit of the chimp causing chaos like More times and He's like okay I'll talk to Somebody at work and then the person at Work is like do you want the chimp to Go to the research lab for them to pour, Pour medical experiments on the Chimp and like thank god he says no Cause like that's Sad, but for one moment, I truly thought this man was gonna take home all the chimps from the medical research lab <laughs> That's bring, a better plot and line. Bring them to his <laughs> and kids, because it's really sad. It's horrible. Like you should not be doing any kind of tests on animals. I but like oh there's God. all these monkeys. At the research lab, and he looks at one of them and looks at it in the eyes, and the monkey looks all sad, and looks back, and I go, "Oh my god, he's gonna, he's gonna take all these goddamn monkeys and put them back to his wife. His wife is gonna lose her shit. We'll
1: take up a single parent counter twice after that. That wife will leave. Oh my
2: god, that was so funny. I hadn't even considered that. It's a better movie. It's a better. Oh, funny. What happened? Yeah. Instead, we get post work. It's nighttime, it's dark out, and he is loudly building a treehouse in the dark, completely disturbing all of his neighbors (laughs) as he hammers uh, a treehouse together. Jenny, fully dressed in a hoodie and pants. Why is this monkey wearing clothes? What is is happening? And when the wife is like, the whole family's out there. The kids are out there, the wife is out there, and she's like, Hugo, what? what are you doing? He's like, well, I'm building a treehouse for the monkey. And she's like, what if you didn't do that? Like, you haven't paid attention to your kid in eight months. Like, what if you like spend some time with your child? He's like, you don't understand. When this monkey was born. God, this speech. (laughs) God, this speech. (laughs) When this monkey was born, it looked me in the eyes. And I am its daddy. (laughs) Those are your actual fucking kids, Hugo! and he, he, he doesn't say this, but in my version of the script, he looks at his kids and he goes, This monkey is more my child than you'll ever be.
0: <laughs> I care more about it's this monkey. Than I, could I love ever this care monkey about
2: you. more than I could ever care about you, Andrew, you little shithead. Like, maybe if your grades were better. Right. I'd love you as much as I or love. Or if he monkey. brought him
1: that blasted T square as he delivers in a fucking insane way. The only bonding that we get is Andrew playing Rock, Paper, Scissors, which is a nice man fam call it. Rock, Paper, Scissors with Jenny. And then you go
0: asking Andrew to help build the treehouse. Do, do you guys think that Jetty would beat B and Max at Rock, Paper, Scissors in Winter Fix Dinner? Probably me. I God
2: knows I lose most of the time. Although right now I'm on an undefeated streak. That is true. That is true. Yeah, I think she'd have a about the, the
1: same I shot did, any of us I do. I did
0: pretty bad in the last one that will be out by the time people can hear this. So. Hey, you won the first one. Well, that's not all of them. <laughs> <laughs> or Of the five there were, <laughs> so I saying, won the first one. I'm just saying I think that if Jenny is available, I think she should come on for a Winter picks dinner. Jenny, come on the show. Come with us. We'll go to Animal Kingdom. You'll sign,
1: it'll be silent, it'll be very interesting.
2: We won't feed you refined sugars. No. God forbid. We'll get
0: you bananas.
1: At least dad asks Andrew, this is how low we're sinking, the depths of our desperation for Hugo to just be decent. He's asked his son to help build the treehouse for Jenny. And apparently they finish it overnight. And Hugo once again disobeys or doesn't listen to his wife's very reasonable request which is don't stay up too late. Instead, what we get to is cut to sunrise with Hugo and Andrew admiring their handiwork of this trios that they've built after pulling an all-nighter for a chimp.
0: Poor Andrew's like, this is the only way I'm going to spend time with my dad is doing something for this monkey.
2: Monkey, yeah.
0: and, uh,
1: And then we get a montage of just... Monkey uh, business. God, what is this movie? We get a montage of a bunch of pell-mell events like mom changing Jenny's diaper, which is whoa. <sighs> that was a lot. Then Hugo brings Jenny to class, Andrew's class, and overshadows Andrew in the middle of his presentation. Inarguably shitty because this, and it's not even that Andrew's happy about it in the scene. Andrew's been shoved behind his dad in a way physically mirroring the feeling that andrew feels as if he is in his father's shadow and now jenny's as well he cannot escape his work god you know what
2: i thought in this moment how is this legal how how is this monkey in this classroom right now i'm not sure it is How, how how is this creature not been taken away from this family like i it is now uh, harassed neighbors and i know what we're going to build towards here i get it but like it is now harassed the neighborhood it is made appearances in a public school system it is uh, how are we allowed to have this chimpanzee here
0: it's illegal to own a chimpanzee in most of the united states however still some, some states including texas kansas idaho and alabama allow pet chimps
1: hold the fuck you four of you states get it together well i can't say i'm surprised
0: about any of those what state
2: does this movie take place in
0: i bet they're in like texas or kansas they
2: would just tell you they're in a state where it's legal yeah right right
0: okay here's my question though oh god taking out legalities yeah and taking out any kind of animal ethics conversation Mm -hmm. what wild animal would you want to have as a pet And, like, this is meant to be fun for anyone listening. This isn't, like, don't come at me with, like, well, that could kill you. Of course it could. They could all kill me. But, like, when you were a little kid and you wanted, like, a pet ridiculous animal, what was that pet? Elephant. Mm, That's a good.
2: Elephant is cool.
1: Now, potentially problematic, given that they have to eat, like, so much hay a day.
0: And they're... Kind and of big, massive.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's the eating part that's a problem of the elephant. I agree.
0: I mean, there's
1: there's many problematic p- points to this. Also, like on the face of it, ridiculous. But I mean, imagine having an elephant friend.
0: It would be awesome to have a friend elephant. It would be very. I would
1: cool. I would do like a trunk fist bump with the elephant. I'd name him. I don't I'm know, sorry, something cool. Never trunk much. fist.
2: Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> don't you don't know? I know uh-huh. what you're gonna do. <laughs> uh-huh. Um. I think my immediate answers I come to are a bird of prey. Ooh, like a like, like an, an eagle. Owl. Oh an like eagle. Like an eagle. Or a tiger. I All thought right. Raja was very cool Raja's- when I was growing up. Tigers are cool.
0: I definitely think big cat, like tiger yeah. or lion or some kind of big cat would be really awesome. But in my current state as as a child I wanted a pet whale like a pet orca oh sure yeah where am i going to put that obviously (laughs) um but now in my current state i want a hyena i -hmm. know cool yeah i i love hyenas and i think they're really cute and on the magic of disney's animal kingdom they like bubble baths so i could like give it bubble baths and stuff
1: it's not an exotic animal but i'd like to make friends with ravens because if you give them gifts then they give you gifts yeah, so very I, smart. So I want to make... Incredibly smart birds. Yeah, I think that'd be dope. Now, yeah. I don't want to keep them as a pet. I just want to make friends You can with do that. Raven.
0: I saw this TikTok with this woman that was, like, leaving nuts out, and the ravens would take it, and eventually they started bringing her hair ties, and she was like, is this normal? And all these people responded, and they said, like, if the bird, they're giving you something because you gave them something, and... If they bring you something you particularly like, give them something better. So like give them more food or give them an extra something on the food because that will teach them that you like that thing. And this one other woman had a story about how a raven started bringing her money and so she would just leave out extra nuts or whatever and the raven she's like I've made hundreds of dollars cause this raven she's like I don't know if this is ethical or not like I don't know where the raven is getting the money
2: the raven is literally stealing from people and this solidifies to, my decision I want yeah I am also <laughs> interested in being a uh, friends with the ravens yeah have we talked about what a group of ravens is called a murder that's crows no that's crows group of
1: ravens do you know this off the top of the dome Um, Oh, it's an unkindness.
2: Yeah. It's like a very fun group name. I think we talked about this when we talked about Karens. Oh, right, right. The group of Karens. Yeah. Yeah. The complaint. (sighs) Inconvenience or complaint of Karens. Yeah. Yeah. So we have Ginny
1: causing chaos, but... Again, I don't think this movie knows what it is because all of a sudden the characters switch and they're super happy with Jenny being there and they're throwing
0: her a birthday party? Hold on. Sure I, are. I gotta say this. I just looked this up. I didn't know this. It's a cackle of hyenas. Yeah, that's, that's right. That's great. Yeah, that group is, animal names is the best. Yeah. Crash of Rhinos. Flaboyance like buoyance of Flamingos. I yeah, just never, so you'd good. think I would, I always call them a pack, which they said is one too, but I'm going to yeah. only call them a cackle now. Cackle,
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, you got to go to Animal Kingdom and sprinkle a little fun fact in there. So we're throwing a birthday party for Jenny, because apparently the family does not know how they feel about this chimp. And in the middle of this birthday party, we get Shady Doc come in. She is smart. What is her? What is her actual name? Dr. Uh, Prince, Prince I'm sorry. Her name is Dr. I- Prentice,
0: Dr. Pamela Printis.
2: I want to, I want to hard. Uh, I, uh, do
0: you think she's shady?
2: Because I think she's maybe the oh. only intelligent
1: character in this movie. Not, I, not only do I believe that she is the only intelligent person, I am saying shade with so much respect. Oh, She she gives shade. She gives
2: she, shade. She, she, she I understand. Is shade. She is the, she is I under, the giver is of shade. She is not shady. She throws the yes. shade. Yes. yes. I understand. She is the one. I 100% agree. It. I was like, wait a minute. How are we reading this so differently? No. She's no. the only person that knows what the fuck is going on Absolutely. in this movie. Absolutely. She yeah. literally comes in there with a briefcase full of
1: shade and
2: dishes it out
1: with <laughs> impunity. And <laughs> I not love wrong. it. So she walks in and she's like, hello, I've received a call from the doctor and now nice. you've got a chimp here. And they're <laughs> fucking Hugo is like, yeah, she's the one on the floor as she's looking at a room Dude. filled with his children, wife and a chimpanzee. He looks at the other Ph.D., who is the preeminent scholar in primate studies and is like of all of these things here the chimpanzee is the one on the floor not like here's the chimp i i i
0: literally had to stop myself from guffawing i can't tell if he's being sarcastic or not
2: i don't know it is in this moment that any credibility of hugo's is out the door to me like it, it becomes this is the moment where it becomes evident that I don't think he even actually cares about this animal. Like so far, it's like he cares about the animal more than he cares about his kid. This is the moment where I don't think he cares about the animal because our new character, the, uh, our doctor, is like, hey, we probably shouldn't feed the animal. Like, We probably shouldn't feed the champ refined sugars. And Leah, the wife, is like, well, Jenny eats what we eat. And I was like, I'm sorry what she eats what we eat like i do you're a researcher studying this and you're just feeding a chimpanzee fruit loops like or like like it's just so like cake like i i cannot like it is in this moment i'm like oh you actually don't give a fuck about this animal at all like you don't care
0: about it because if you met someone and their dog ate whatever they ate you would be like that's horrible for the dog yeah that's neglected like, that's right. but you cannot give a dog that much human food and not any balanced dog nutrition you would 100%. think your friend is a terrible dog owner
2: yeah God. and this is a guy who has a phd and seemingly like this is what he studies or researches not that he's the primate guy but like he he for, seems to be this is part of his work and he just is letting his wife feed it, Chef RD. Like, what, what are we doing? It, it's fucking insane. And take it a step further, then both Leah
1: and Hugo have the audacity to be upset and offended by it. No, you've been called out for doing something that is inarguably incorrect by the preeminent expert in this thing. You should, I don't know, listen. Now, I think, let me pause for a second, because I'm going to try to make this make sense, because for the love apes of apes don't have paws correct <laughs> it's you know called a sh- it's a shrewdness of
0: apes <laughs> did you know that
1: i didn't now i do i think this scene max likes that one I think. that's so stupid <laughs> it's so good <laughs> it's hey so better dumb. than this movie uh, i think that this is intended just <laughs> <laughs> chuckling over here <laughs> you shit <on> <laughs> <We're gonna> pause <laughs> Uh, He broke himself. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This is intended for Hugo and Leah, mainly Hugo, to show that they don't think of Jenny as a chimp. They think of Jenny as a human member of their family. But it's so heavy-handed and ridiculous and doesn't make any sense, which is why I think I enjoyed... Dr. Uh, Prentiss so much because she's just out here calling out things that are factually wrong that this family's doing. To the point where another crazy thing that happens is Dr. Prentiss at this dinner table is like, I would like to study Ginny. I would like to teach her sign language first and foremost. And as a part of this, I would like to give you a grant. Which includes money. Grants
0: include money. It's a stipend. They're- it's a stipend. It's a
1: stipend. Yeah. And he's like, no.
0: That part's so crazy to me. She's literally like, I'm, I'm going to come over and work with Jenny. And I'm going to give you money to do it. As a thank you for like housing the chimp during the research project. And he's like, no. She's my chimp. Yeah. You can do your science. And I just wanted to be like, Yo, uh, seemingly your wife doesn't work. And you're a PhD in something. something. I don't imagine you're making a lot of money. Because what I know about science, which is not much, but I, I tend to understand that like people that do this kind of research do it because they're passionate about it, not because it's mm-hmm. a real lucrative career. And I'm like, what the fuck you mean you're not going to take any money?
2: <laughs> well, he, he doesn't want to give control of the chimpanzee. No leverage, Molly. No leverage God, here. That's so
0: stupid. Also, speaking of um, the doctor's shadiness, she says when she walks in... She turns the TV off and uh, the kid turns around and he's like, hey, and she says, if you want to rot your brain, that's fine, but do it alone. Is she referring to herself or the chimp in that moment? The
2: chimpanzee. She's saying don't
0: rot the chimp's brain.
2: Yeah, correct. Yeah.
0: I thought she was saying she doesn't want to rot her brain. (laughs) And I was like,
2: I I don't want to rot my brain with that animation.
1: Imagine the confidence to walk into somebody else's house and turn their TV off.
2: I like Well, it's just clear that she actually cares about this animal, correct. Like, Like, I care about this animal so much that I'm willing to, like, to do what needs to be done to take care of it, including turning off, you know, something awkward that's turning off the television, right? Because you're clearly not treating it well. However, the irony of, Alan, you're talking about, like, We're establishing here that they think of Ginny as part of their family, except that they think Ginny is better than their family because the next scene we're going to get is dad treating his son like garbage. And he (laughs) loves this animal. Like, he fucking loves this chimpanzee. He does not have the time of the day for his son. It's
1: like, because then the setup for this treatment is Andrew and Ginny are hanging out together after some sign language scenes of Ginny trying to learn sign language from Dr. Prentiss. And they're supposed to do reinforcement activities at home, which involves like this book. And because Andrew hates learning, he tears he he lets Jenny tear up the book and then takes Jenny to the movies, which wouldn't happen. Like no ticket takers can be like, you know what, Max? you hey, it's great we have an expert in the field if somebody brought a
2: chimp to the theater <laughs> oh, i'm glad i'm an expert in the field <laughs> if somebody uh-huh. brought a chimp <laughs> yep i'm ready to the yep. theater would <laughs> you be like yep that you that's a child ticket like
0: <laughs> what you would you do? A child or adult
2: they uh, they'd have to buy an adult ticket obviously okay yeah. but you'd let them in well, I mean, I let concessions in. You know, what I mean, like if you brought a bag of milk duds, I wouldn't. I wouldn't look that. You but know, I'd turn to blind eye to that.
0: <laughs> but if it was a you service know? dog, you let a service dog in?
2: Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. it's a service chip,
0: but they've trained for that. He doesn't have a vest. You can't ask those questions.
2: That's right, Alan. One time I saw, I was in IKEA, and I was in the I was <laughs> a lawless <laughs> land IKEA. Yeah. One <laughs> <laughs> time I was in IKEA, and I was in the downstairs area where all the items were. And there was just a woman walking around with a, 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 a full ass parrot on her shoulder. <laughs> she just had a, what? She just had a full ass parrot on her shoulder. I have so many follow up. <laughs> questions. They didn't stop that woman, you know. there used to be stories of a woman that would bring a kangaroo to Walt Disney World. So like, Alan, I'm just saying, it's not out of the question.
0: It's it's above your pay grade. Like you're not, yeah. you know. I'm getting paid.
2: I got paid five fifteen an hour when I was the at the movie theater. Around you really think I'm going to tell that kid to not bring his chimpanzee in? Come on.
0: Do you not remember the story oh I told God. you about the woman bringing the lizards through TSA security? <laughs> yeah. Come on. Like Now, that was chimpanzee. Let's just, let's just be clear. Yeah. Dad has
2: already brought the chimpanzee through TSA security. He yeah. brought the he brought a chimpanzee through customs. <laughs> he brought a fucking monkey through customs. Well, if this, customs will let it in, I'll let it watch a movie. This was uh, pre-9-11,
0: so... That's true. Just by much, That's true. A couple months, much looser. Yeah, he didn't even have to take his Ugh. shoes off. Yeah, no, and he got a chimp through. He got. <laughs> yep, those are the same. <laughs> he so, didn't have to take his laptop or the chimpanzee out of his bag. I don't think he had a laptop.
1: <laughs> I, I've seen him work almost virtually on papers and files thus far, so I don't think he had <laughs> oh, a laptop on him. Man, okay. They go to the movie theater and come home. Doctor Prentice is there, as is Doctor Hugo Archibald. They are both pissed. Prentice and, and and Hugo is ridiculous with the being angry. Prentice is at least legitimately like, hey, you're supposed to be doing this thing. this is part of the research. you've literally slowed it down. this is a problem for like and you're also not not taking care of the chimp. And then he was like, yeah, you suck effectively. And Andrew goes up to his room where this scene Whoa. is wild Whoa. It's fucking <laughs> wild <Whoa>. wild. <laughs> we go upstairs. And Andrew effectively says to dad the following part one. Yeah, you only care about Dr. Prentice's opinion because of all of her accreditation, what she has, her knowledge, her intellect, and her status. And dad's like, what's that supposed to mean? And then Andrew spells it out for a second time. And it's like, you only care about education and your work. And dad's like, what? And Andrew says it for a third time. Clearly, you only care about your work because you left to go to Africa, went there for far longer, brought back something you love more than us and are planning to go back again. Yep. And the way Hugo responds. All valid. All very valid. Very valid. But Hugo replies with the most wild fucking line of this movie. And this is Mm. a movie with a chimpanzee in it, (laughs) to be clear. He says to Andrew, and I'm going to paraphrase this. You know what? I'm done with this conversation because you're not mature enough to have it. You're not mature enough to listen, I believe, is what he
2: says. And then gets up and leaves. He does he just walks out well you know what andrew's used to his dad walking out so Uh, this is exactly what he's literally
0: he's like dad i don't think you like me because you leave all the time and the dad's like that's absurd and leave (laughs) (laughs)
1: like gaslighting to a t if you want an example of gaslighting that
0: (laughs) that's It, it. it that was a crazy scene because crazy in all seriousness andrew is being much more mature than he is in this moment oh yeah so the fact that he's like you're not mature enough to have this conversation it's like no andrew is telling you how he feels in a very articulate way like he's been for a 12 year old he's had this build up inside of him and he is being very honest with you and you're basically like fuck your feelings you don't get it and he leaves (sighs)
1: I, <sighs> oh, we also missed this, and I think this is actually really, really interesting. Um, what, what sort of sets this off is Andrew signs, I hate you, at his dad. Before this interaction happens, he signs, I hate you. Mm-hmm. And Dr. Prentice delivers this stellar line where she says to him, Doctor, I don't think your son likes you very much. And then walks out with Jenny, and I was like,
0: Ooh! Which also only proves that the dad doesn't give a shit about Jenny because this whole thing is about how important it is to teach Jenny sign language and he clearly doesn't know any sign language.
2: Yeah, but Andrew's learning sign language because Andrew cares about Jenny, right? Like, yeah, Dr. Prentice is like, well, at least somebody's learning sign, uh, referring to at least Andrew's learning sign, right? And then dad's like, Bob, what does it mean? What a fucking goober.
0: Also, do they or do they... Do they like the chimp or hate the chimp? We because don't know. everyone in the family flip flops their feeling on Dude, the chimp, I, I especially the mom. Like every scene, it feels like because the next scene is the chimp throwing deviled eggs at her, and her like being so mad at the at Jenny, and it's like, but two scenes before she was defending Jenny like she was her own child, and oh, it's mm-hmm. like the flip flop of. Do you like this animal or not?
1: And then the scene after the deviled eggs, if you all recall, she's banishing Jenny to the basement, which I'm going to pause there for a second. If you're worried about this chimpanzee who has a tendency to get into shit, did you see all the shit that's loose and low hanging in that basement? Yeah. You are asking for just an actual crime scene down there (laughs) by banishing that chimp
2: there. Like, what? Send it to its treehouse. That's what it's for. (laughs) Literally a a place made for the chimp. I mean, Andrew put in all that work.
0: Send it to the basement with all the cleaning chemicals and the laundry machine and (laughs) the the unfinished woodwork. Water heater. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And Jimmy down there, because nobody can make up their mind about how they feel about this animal, signs love Mm -hmm. and hug. To the mom, and the mom's like, "What are you saying, Jenny?" And then signs something to Jenny. I'm Jenny. I'm Jenny. Or, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm Leah. Who you? and, she's, and yeah. Jenny's like, "Hug, love again." And all of a sudden, everything's cool. Girl, you still have drying deviled egg goop in your hair. That's true. <laughs> That's still in there. That's still damp. You're gonna have to Pantene Pro-V that out. Like you. Can you imagine the smell? You smell what? terrible right now. What? and you stop everything and don't shower, I guess, because you're calling your kids. You're calling Hugo. Who's sprinting down the street to get home when he has a perfectly
2: good bike and uh, make up your mind. How do you feel about this chimpanzee? They, it's complicated down.
0: I feel like the scene where Hugo is running through his office, excited that Jenny understands sign language. It, for some reason, was very, very similar to the scene in Homeward Bound where the dad gets a call that they found the dog and cat, if you guys remember. (laughs) Dog. (laughs) I mostly care about Shadow, shadow. but there's three animals. Uh, Okay, you know in Homeward Bound where they, it's like two-thirds of the way through the movie and an animal shelter does find them and calls the family and the family goes to pick them up, but by the time they get there, the animals have escaped again. Mm-hmm. there's a scene where the dad, everybody in the family's getting the news that they found the pets and they run to the school to pick up the kids. The dad gets the phone call at the office and he's running through the office going, they found them, they found them. And like, you're so excited and there's so much joy because you know how like sad this family's been and there's so much emotional investment in both the family and the pets and them reuniting. Mm-hmm. This scene reminded me of that so much, of him running through his office going, she talks, she talks, she understands but there is no emotional weight behind it. No. Nope. They I don't know how long this movie is supposed to take. Like they they try and make you feel like that you, that there's been a multi-year long bonding between the family and and Jenny and like that there's all this emotional attachment but it's probably only been a couple weeks maybe is mm-hmm. like my best guess but that was just that those two scenes both hit me at the same time and I'm like wow this movie has no emotional weight at all. Like, I don't believe a single person here cares about Jenny. I don't believe a single person here cares about each other. Like I don't give a shit about a single relationship in this movie.
1: Yeah. And they're also playing Hallmark's greatest hits behind it, which is just, it adds to the nonsense.
2: (sighs) We need to, we need to include here something that's happening on the side, which is the mailman. Oh, Frank. Let's talk about Frank, Max. Yeah, we need to talk about Frank here, the mailman, because um, you see, while we're dealing with Jenny learned sign language, dad is actively trying to go to Africa. And (laughs) he's looking for his grant paperwork. He's expecting Mm -hmm. that he is going to get an approval in the mail of whether or not he has the money to go back to Africa. And he goes to Frank every day. He's looking in this mailbox, and he tells Frank, Frank I'm looking for this thing I gotta get this I gotta get this approval to which one I was just like boy you're really doubling down on leaving your family when they are clearly struggling (laughs) but two this is the moment where you find out that Frank wants it because he is (laughs) very bold about saying like man your wife is pretty attractive it must be hard for her to be alone without you around all the time I'll tell you the moment I get that approval paperwork, my old buddy Hugo Archibald, <laughs> I'd be happy to tell you when I get your approval paperwork. Like he wants this mom, and he is ready to move in as soon as Hugo moves out to Africa.
1: Yeah, that was that was a scene that caught, because it comes out of the fucking blue. Yeah, out of nowhere. Just the, literally, that's a you're you're staring off into space, and that baseball.
0: Just, yeah. why, why did we make the mailman an antagonist
2: to this film? Like, who knows? Probably because... Hugo. I, I mean, I guess my question in this movie is like, am I supposed to be rooting for Hugo? Like, who's the hero? Honestly. Who, who am I supposed to be rooting <laughs> for? Monkey. Because they try to <laughs> the make Ch- Dr. They seemingly try to make Dr. Prentice the villain. And I gotta tell you, no, she don't. ain't the villain. She's <laughs> like, the hero. She's the hero. Her. Uh, yeah, it... And here's how they try to... Because while this is
1: happening, like, the, the whole letter thing, we end up having Dr. Prentiss see Ginny in a full outfit, which, again, why? Why? You're No. Like, she's in a full dress and blouse the whole whole nine. And it cuts to Dr. Prentiss and Hugo. I don't even want to call him doctor at this point. I know that they've given him a PhD in this movie. You're just Hugo, and you suck. So Dr. Prentiss and Hugo are in the office of the chairman. Dr. Prince is laying out just truth. She's like, this animal is not in a space that is conducive to any sort of good work being done for my studies. It is unhealthy for the animal and you are actively engaging in processes that will harm it down the road. You're harming its development. Also, it has now reached an age where it's moving into adulthood and no chimpanzee ever on our record has lived with a human
2: family after reaching adulthood also it has incredible potential yes it is it is despite these uh barriers it is progressing at an incredible rate
0: and hugo has the audacity to be mad at the end and she says we will pay you seventy thousand dollars and i did a little googling that's almost a hundred and twenty thousand dollars today, mm-hmm. and he doesn't even blink. And mm-hmm. I once again am like, "What? My God! Like, I okay? Maybe before the stipend was gonna be like a couple hundred bucks or whatever. So maybe you don't think about it. You're not even gonna pause for a hundred and twenty thousand dollars for a for an ape that you illegally took from Africa that you don't even like, that and that heroic. your wife like." has begged you to get rid of,
2: is going to leave you if you don't get rid of it. Uh, Yeah, she offers him that money, and and he says something like, we're a family! And I just want her to look back at him and be like, and that's a monkey!
0: Like, it's not your family! And also, though, you're about to leave your family again! You (laughs) don't give a shit about your family! You don't give a shit about the monkey! Like, take the hundred twenty k, man! Dude, like, what the hell, bro? And
1: while he's there... Andrew gets the letter from Frank, the letter that Hugo has been waiting for. Andrew gets it. And we get an emotional scene, or what's supposed to be an emotional scene, a supposedly emotional scene between Andrew and Jenny. which, and I have to put a real Wait. quick bookmark here, just real quick. That's apparently going to be a plot point later. And I am unhappy about how that one played out.
0: I got to say, though, first of all, he does the classic decom thing, or movie thing in general where he's holding the letter and looking at it and then hugo comes in and he's like what you got and he's like nothing and he like turns around and puts it behind his back really quick you can see it in the mirror you can see the letter and hugo's face in the mirror which means hugo can see into the mirror and very clearly see the letter
2: (laughs) i also like that when uh andrew gets the letter he gets it from frank who's like oh i got the thing your dad's looking for must be hard to not have a dad around <laughs> and then i just expect him to be like i'll be your dad soon yeah. don't worry if, mom, if when i bang said, your mom i'll be your dad soon you can
0: call me daddy soon that's right oh yeah. god
2: oh. your mom will be <laughs> <laughs> oh no <laughs> like oh. frank is out here he is he is calling he his shot, shot. he's shooting he his is shot he's calling man.
1: it man his fly is open and his dicks in
2: the wind he is yeah. really trying. i'm gonna fuck your mom is what you frank is saying. you know what
0: though like mom i'm not saying frank is a good choice but i'm saying bob could do better so like, i agree you know what maybe maybe frank would be a better dad i don't know yeah I I mean, Frank's around.
2: Yeah. Frank's present. Like, like, I got to tell you, after looking at Hugo, the bar is not high. Yeah. Like, this man is gainfully employed. He works in a local establishment. He's probably not going anywhere. Probably in the community. Yeah. This guy's doing the work. Good Lord.
0: But go on. Tell us more about the emotional scene between the monkey and... I'm sorry. I
2: hope (laughs) hope we're putting
1: emotional in quotes. (laughs) So the emotional scene, as written in the script... Is Andrew reading this letter about it, and, and and expressing to Jenny? Who, by the way, none of this is signed. None of this is signed. No sign language is, is ever exchanged between <laughs> the, monkey, the monkey. And the monkey just just Jenny understands knows. English. Yep, yep, Jenny just knows right now. And Andrew is like, my dad's never here. here. He's always gone. And he tears up the letter and throws it on the ground. And Jenny, sensing it, eats
0: it. Here's the thing, Alan. The reason that the monkey understands Andrew is okay. because this is not the first time
2: oh, well, that Alex
0: go. D. Linz has had to speak to primates. We're taking here, we here, here we go. Here we go. As heavily hinted earlier, Alex, who plays Andrew, is the voice of young Tarzan. Yeah. yeah another N- ape-related film. He must yeah, primarily now, do ape movies. He, uh, he will. I will say I recognize
2: him now. I found that when I recognized him, but I mostly recognized him from Home Alone 3, Three. Yep. and Max Keeble's Big Move. Yeah. Th- those were the two that uh, I like knew the face from.
0: Obviously though, I had to go Tarzan. Obviously. It's too on theme. And yeah. speaking of Tarzan, we again have, we have Alex D. Lins playing young Tarzan, but it wasn't until much later in life that I realized that Tony Goldwyn plays adult Tarzan. And I know him best as being President Fitzgerald Grant on Scandal. Mm. and if you are a Scandal fan which I'm sure you both are
2: Mm. obviously it's my favorite show
0: of course you know that the big drama of Scandal is who is Olivia gonna pick President Fitzgerald Grant or Jake Ballard who's played that by is that is yeah, the big you know thing. you know yeah. I'm yeah. sure you are very strongly team Fitz or team Jake yeah I'm you super know, familiar am, with all those characters um and he's played by Scott Foley Scott Foley has had a lot of roles but he did once guest star in an episode of House where he played Hank Wigan. also guest starring in an episode of House is Matt Mallory he played Aubrey Schifrin in an episode of House but Matt Mallory also played an iconic role a NASA Tech mm. Mm, in the hit film Armageddon. Nice. Sure. NASA Tech. And I know what you're thinking. When you think about movies, one of the things that is most important is the set design. Yeah. And the set designer for Armageddon, one of several, was a gentleman named Ken Chocolate. Oh. And I uh, really like that his name is Ken Chocolate. That's a cool name. Good it's for a him. Good name, yeah. Ken Choclo is also the set designer on one episode of the TV show Boston Legal. Season four, episode 11, titled Mad About You, Mm -hmm. in which an actress named Bess Armstrong played Penelope Kimball. Penelope Kimball's character only existed in two episodes, and it's truly ironic that I happened to look which episodes, and they were the same one. Hmm. Uh, I was going to go just Boston Legal in general, but the fact that both of these things are tied to the same exact episode of Boston Legals, pretty exciting. And uh, Penelope Kimball was played by Bess Armstrong, who I better know as playing Dr. Catherine Morgan, a marine biologist from the hit film, Jaws 3D.
1: Ooh, a hit film truly.
0: Now I, I wasn't gonna put Jaws the Revenge in Armageddon, but I couldn't get away from the franchise in general. The best character in Jaws 3D playing Michael Brody before Lance Guest played Michael Brody. Dennis Quaid. True. (laughs) Short shorts and all. He's phenomenal in that film. He's actually dating Dr. Catherine Morgan. Uh, But I first met Dennis Quaid as a young child when he was quite the dilf in Parent Trap. Mm, Sure, quite the dilf. Quite the dilf. That vineyard. Watching that movie back now, I'm like, man, this guy's very handsome. He's got horses and a vineyard. Like I get what Meredith Blake was going for. But he plays Nick Parker in The Parent Trap One of the best characters, arguably, in The Parent Trap is Chessie, who is his, like, I don't want to call it his maid, but it's like his housekeeper. She's awesome. Uh, She becomes the confidant for the twins. Uh, And she's played by Lisa Ann Walter, who I was delighted to see show up in the current comedy Abbott Elementary as a second grade teacher, Melissa Shimenti. And once you know it, though, my favorite teacher in Abbott Elementary, kindergarten teacher Barbara Howard, is played by Cheryl Lee Ralph, who in this film plays the only good human character. Doctor Pamela Prentice.
1: How did I know you were gonna go through Abbott Elementary? Because I was good.
0: literally watching it before we turned on this god awful movie. That's,
1: <laughs> that's very true.
0: <laughs> You've been Armageddon. The part of the show where Molly, by no one's urging, has found yet another way this decom can be tied to the smash hit Armageddon. Don't tell her to stop because she won't.
1: Yeah, it's best character hands down in this film, for sure. Fun fact, while, I, while you were doing Armageddon and I, was, I clicked on um, our pal Andrew, Alex D. Lintz, he also voiced Arnold from Hey Arnold.
0: Arnold! In every episode?
1: Uh, let me find out. It says...
0: Hey Arnold!
1: One, uh, hey Arnold, the TV series, in two episodes. Oh. oh, only in two episodes?
0: Move it, football head!
1: He voiced
2: Arnold in two episodes? Yeah,
1: on season 5, episode 14, April Fool's Day in 2002, and season 5, episode 19, The Journal in 2002. And he was Arnold for only two episodes? Only two episodes, according to IMDb. We have gotten the drama playing out. Everything is supposed to be at this point coming to a head. Yeah. And it happens because, again, it happens around one of the central figures of this movie, Frank, because we now have Frank being confronted by all of the neighborhood. Literally, yeah. people are stopping traffic, running out into the road to confront Frank about lost bills, their electricity being cut off, mail being taken away, their their important magazines not being delivered, and Frank is like, oh, "I don't know where the mail is," and
2: goes on a trail to find it. Can we talk about how much sense this doesn't make at all? Please, because <laughs> somebody says my electricity got cut off last month because i didn't pay the bill which would suggest that not only did the bill not get delivered last month she was then delinquent long enough that they would turn her electricity (laughs) off and we just now discover that the monkey is stealing mail how long has the monkey been stealing mail how long has this been going on that this woman's electricity could get shut off by the town it doesn't make any sense that that, that, that he finds a trail of envelopes nice thanks literally
1: frank follows a trail of letters to Ginny's treehouse where he struggles climbing up the rope at this point
0: why wouldn't he take the ladder
1: i don't know i don't know he struggles climbing it's up the road and no, right. looks and sees that Ginny has sort of nested all of these letters inside of her treehouse. i how nobody else has noticed at this point is beyond me
2: honestly how long is this supposed to have been like have no idea we've had a wide trail of envelopes that he just hasn't noticed for 30 days Okay, time
0: makes no sense in this movie it's so nothing stupid. makes sense in this movie it's right so especially because his next course of action is to take the monkey to court
1: no no his next no. course of action is to try to beam the monkey oh,
2: over the true. head with a piece yeah, of to yeah, try to, to kill the monkey, the monkey.
0: He, he tries to kill the monkey right. i forgot that the monkey <laughs> then steals his <laughs> with, mail truck with this beautifully and then, delivered yeah. line no one messes with the u.s mail <laughs> That is a federal offense. It
2: is a federal offense. To which, yes, Molly. Then the monkey steals the mail truck and then gets in a wreck. And then Hugo Archibald takes the monkey to a fucking
0: hospital. I. Oh, you're right. Okay, I was. Oh, oh, I oh. could not believe this we, scene. Wait, can we talk about this? I I don't know if either of you if you
1: saw this or heard this, but as Ginny. By the way, is a chimp. Could not reach the pedals and the steering wheel and be able to see over the dash. Could not, based on the size that we've seen her. Just wouldn't happen. But let's just suspend our disbelief for a second. And she's driving this truck. So she's driving this truck down the road. Hugh goes on his bike in his stupid helmet and it literally is about to be absolutely reamed by this post office truck. The only words he says as he is about to get hit by the truck is "Jenny," implying that he saw Jenny <laughs> driving the truck. In that split second, that expresses no fear, gets hit, and then falls to the side. And he growls. The, the camera pans him, and you hear him go. Urgh. <laughs> for a long beat it's not a short beat that he what was that direction all right i don't think you your got your chimpanzee direction. has just hijacked a <laughs> u.s post office truck and it has almost run you over you know who it is you see her run into a fire hydrant and now you see her and you growl
0: go here's the thing this is what I mean by this movie should be a zany, funny animal comedy. Like, it could be funny that the chimpanzee is driving the chuck. Like, you could have, like, pip, like funny music going. But instead, they just have this, like, melodramatic action music going. And, like, it goes on for way too long. Like, this, the bit goes on for, like, two minutes too long.
2: And to your point, instead of it's zany and the chimp causes chaos, it's the chimp gets hurt and we take it to a hospital because we're hospital. worried about its safety.
0: A human hospital! And then he has the audacity to get mad at the nurse, which she's like... Oh my God, like, he's a
2: Karen. He's a Karen. God, he's, he's a
0: Karen to the nurse. Yes. because she's like, hi, that's a monkey. <laughs> and he's like... The fuck you mean you're not gonna help my child and it's like he goes can't you see she's hurt and i just wanted the nurse to go i can see she's a monkey like <laughs> like then, then, he, then, he would, he, then he would go it's an ape <laughs> because that's the running joke god i mean it is but like it's come so on. like it's so bad. why wouldn't he take her to because a, a fucking vet? Moron. like truly <laughs> so a, stupid. I, a truly a vet would actually know what to do like I, I, don't understand, know. I understand. i understand vets or a zoo. Like I understand that a vet doesn't normally work on apes, but if you talk to a vet, they have to learn how to treat lots of animals, and I'm sure they would know how to treat the monkey better. Or they would know who to call. Or the they would nurse. have like oh
1: literally God. any of the any of the things that a hospital just a doesn't know. Take her to a zoo. Like,
2: yeah. What the? F-
1: Dude, it's crazy. And then they try to do this bait and switch, distract you from the fact that wh- the maybe they're not trying to distract you but they try to have a nice scene with an actual deaf child
2: interacting with jenny at this point which is wild why and this is why the doctor decides to treat the monkey because ridiculous what wait happened? it can understand sign language i guess that means it's a person now <laughs>
0: I thought this scene was, like, a little nice. Like, I was like, oh, that's kind of cute. They're all taking crazy pills. That the kid, like, the deaf kid is signing to Jenny. Like, I was like, If that scene
2: was in a different movie, it would be nice. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, if that scene was in a totally different film, it would be a nice
0: scene. That was, like, the one scene that they were trying to pull on your emotional heartstrings that I was like, you're almost flicking one of my emotional heartstrings with this one. Like, they, they didn't do a very good job any other time building up the the emotional relationships. But in that one, I was like, oh, you almost got it. And
1: then they don't even let you dwell on it because they cut to the courtroom. There's no explanation given. You go directly from the hospital where Frank Frank gets- Frank takes the monkey to court. Yes, Frank (laughs) takes a monkey to court. The man who wants to go to pound town with Leah Archibald takes the monkey Ginny to court. Thank you. And this entire scene, this this should be a comedy. This entire scene, they're in the courtroom. And they're like, again, as soon as everybody learns that Ginny can understand 100 words in sign language, they're like, well, fuck it, she's a human. Like that's, is that the litmus test? I don't understand. So they put her on the stand, they put a chimpanzee in a leg cast that looks janky (laughs) as fuck because a human hospital tried to set a leg cast for a chimp and it's gonna be janky because it's not a vet. So they put her on the stand and then they bring out a sign language interpreter that they just fucking have in their back pocket of all courtrooms. They just got those in the back. They bring them out. They probably do.
2: And then... They've got... them. would they, no! they would know? They wouldn't know. with the logic. I bet, probably do.
0: I mean, they probably They're are probably not do. on a, right there, but I bet if you had somebody... could get one. Somebody, yeah, it's like getting a translator in a courtroom. You
2: yeah, can get one. I am mad. My, my favorite thing... Here. It, it, we'll, we'll give the courtroom that bit of logic. Right, Here's my I'll favorite line you. that came out in this court scene. When Leah Archibald speaks up, and the judge says, Who are you? And she says, I'm Leah Archibald. I'm the defendant's mother. Oh. No, you are not. You are, <laughs> well, the that's goes, a monkey. <laughs> the
0: judge goes, you don't seem that sure about that.
1: <laughs> because yeah. the judge is speaking truth to
0: power. Which is crazy. It, it is, again, crazy because I love my dog a lot more than Leah Archibald loves Jenny. Because Leah she, Archibald hated that monkey she, three scenes ago. She hates that monkey. She and next scene. I am probably too obsessed with my dog. And I refer to myself, I refer to Kronk as my child. Very regularly. If I, for some reason, was in a court of law <laughs> and someone asked me my relation to Kronk, I would say I'm his owner. Yeah, <laughs> I god. wouldn't be like, "That's mm. my child." I am his mother. I'm I his gave mother. birth to that I dog. Birthed my fur baby. No. Also, for the mm. record, you cannot sue an animal. I googled it just to make sure.
2: God, it's <laughs> so god
0: Fuck You could sue goes. the owner. You could sue like. If you got attacked by a wild animal, you could sue like the zoo or wherever, sure. but you cannot yeah.
2: sue. No, Jenny's the defendant because yeah. she speaks sign language. But also, like, did you person. hear the? Did if you? Hear she the, can go to a hospital. Oh God, dude! the The
1: judge literally says, "If this is true, then that animal would need to be destroyed, destroyed, destroyed." That's what yeah. they say.
0: Excuse it's me, horrible, but that's what they say. If like a dog bites you
1: oh god so okay so we do the signing sequence jenny doesn't want to sign with the interpreter because she just keeps asking for an apple and then all of a sudden (laughs) andrew stands up can't imagine why (laughs) can't imagine why she wants an apple like maybe she wants something that has fucking nutritional value because she's been eating fucking fruit loops for days so she (laughs) andrew stands up and he signs and the judge is. I love how I just signed over here for those listeners. But why is she decide. signing rock paper scissors? She was she was signing nonsense. And I, the uh, idea, a uh,
2: hundred words is so few words. Yes. Can we just say that? Jenny like, Apple is what she. It's said. very impressive that this that Jenny can that knows a hundred words. But the idea that Jenny can convey any kind of complex thought with only a hundred words is wild like it's i know it sounds like a big number but it's really not a big number it's just so
0: few do we think that 26 of that 100 are the letters of the alphabet or do we think those are its own thing
2: i i don't know i don't know i I don't know because
0: she knows the letters because she says her name she spells her name
1: yeah right but what we get is andrew having the same questioning with with jenny and jenny signing frank bad by the way, did you catch the sign for Frank? It was buzz cut. It was
0: the buzz cut. The sign yeah, for Frank
1: buzz was buzz cut. cut, which is just yeah. phenomenal. I
2: like that Frank got a sign. <laughs> yeah. like, they have
0: established
2: this guy's name and and the buzz cut sign. He,
0: he yeah, she only has ninety nine other words because yeah. Frank, we, Frank we took one Frank
1: one though yeah. And Frank Bad apparently was going to be brought into the court, but then this
0: is the, my thing. I, I started
1: laughing. But then the courtroom doors swing open, and who should enter but Doctor Prentice? And who should know Doctor Prentiss but the judge, yeah. <laughs> who is familiar read with all of her books? Read
0: all her books. A big big ape fan. And this is this is uh, what kills me is she's like, what do you mean Frank is bad? And the kid stands up and goes this. It's because of the letter. <laughs> <laughs> and I laughed out loud because I was like, what? How did he jump there? What, the monkey, no- what? <laughs> this is the plot,
1: Diane, from earlier, right? Like, Frank, Ginny thinks Frank hurt me because Frank delivered the letter that made me sad. <laughs> and therefore, she wanted to make Frank sad, so she Dude. stole his
2: truck. Dude. Oh, my God. The monkey wasn't know. even
0: there when he got the letter.
2: The monkey just saw Andrew upset and yeah. tear up the letter. And so the monkey took letters and tore them up. And, like, it's crazy. It's crazy. And, listen, I understand that, like, I just said, oh, he only knows under, or she only knows under words. And then she only says Frank Bat. I get it. But you have to understand, she also understands all of the questions from the interpreter. Like, right. that's the part that doesn't matter. Like, the interpreter has to ask for specific details on a scenario and jenny has to like it just doesn't make any fucking no sense. sense.
1: it's because so of the
0: letter it's because of the <laughs> i was like yeah this is a court of law, young it's, man like it's it's this is a court of law
1: god didn't dr um hugo i'm sorry just hugo try to speak up
2: and defend it's everyone from... in this court speaks it's it's, it's chaos it's in chaos. this courtroom so dr prentice comes in
1: and thank god they have a relate like the the judge knows dr prentice because Prentice is like I am have the authority to speak on this, and Hugo's like black like hell you do, and then the, the the judge shuts Hugo down. Honest to God, Hugo, just shut the shut up, dude. Shut up. You I provide nothing of value. You've actually brought only pain and chaos on your family. So please shut up. They have a recess, which would have been an interesting scene to shoot. Instead, we don't get that. No, the judge declares a recess with Doctor Prentice, with the translator, and with, well, I'm sorry, with Doctor Prentice, Frank, Doctor Hugo clear recess everybody goes back we cut back resolution resolution that we get that is where resolution happens we don't see it that is where resolution happens that actually happens twice resolution occurs without us getting to watch it twice in this film Mm -hmm. so they go home and he goes like they have to they're gonna take jenny to dr prentice's lab and then leah's like well are you going back to Africa?" And he's like well yeah i've got important work to do and leah's like
2: the fuck bro Really? Yep. Still gonna leave. Still gonna still leave. Still gonna leave. After all this, still gonna leave. Are
0: you just... Like, just leave your family, dude. That's
2: just, exactly what I thought, Molly. Just,
0: yes. Just say you're not coming back. Like, you're clearly not into this. Dude, like, I...
2: Again, I, I don't know how you can root for this guy. I understand. They keep saying throughout this movie, like, this is some of the most important research that's been done. It's, it's monumental for your field. I understand, dude, that like maybe you're doing work that you feel really passionate about and, and maybe it's, I don't know, maybe it's world changing. I doubt it, but maybe in some worlds, world changing. That's fine, dude. Divorce your wife. Like stop treating your family like this. Let her move on and marry Frank and like get some stability for these kids because you are a shit bag. You're an absolute horrible member of this family. If if it's more important than everything else in your life, just say that and just leave your family and like let Leah move on and be find somebody her. that will love her yeah, be because done. you clearly do not. Yeah. Like, and he's even
1: worse because they decided that Jenny has to go away. They take Jenny to Doctor Prentice, Doctor Prentice takes Jenny away, and then Andrew gets home, and that's when we learn, audience, that Hugo's so fucking stupid. He has not given his children the opportunity to say goodbye to Jenny, with whom they have an on-again, off-again emotional attachment. But at least have the awareness to give your kids the opportunity to say goodbye.
0: Yeah, like, what a traumatic situation for that poor kid. He's, like, already feels you know, bad because of the whole letter thing, and he's probably got a lot of guilt and blaming himself, not to mention the unresolved issues with his dad. And then he comes home to find Jenny, the one creature that he's, like, bonded with in the last however long this movie's taken place, this creature that he's come to regard to as, like, a a sibling, and they're gone, and his dad's just like, well, she's gone now. And it's like, you didn't even let your kids say goodbye?
1: Dude, she belongs to science now. (laughs) She belongs to science. (laughs)
2: Dr. Prentice, that line was just crazy. <laughs> she belongs to science. All I could think was, thank God she ended up going to Dr. Prentice. Yes. Like I was like, in this moment, I was like, best case scenario. True. Right here. It was best case scenario. And then, then Andrew
1: runs away. He has a very dramatic reaction to this. And this is when I'm like, somebody take Hugo's PhD the fuck away. He's a moron. He's an mm-hmm. idiot. Because mm-hmm. he knows that Jenny has been taken away. He knows where Jenny's been taken away. Two, they've talked about it as a family on screen. Well, only one time, but at least they've talked about it. Andrew's been gone for five hours. What mom has done is make a bunch of phone calls. What Hugo has done has biked around a lot of places. He gets back, he's like, I just don't know where he is. And then the daughter very quietly says, I know where, this is her other two lines. I know where he is. He went to the center to find Jenny. And I was like, yes, Hugo, you dumbass. He's going to find the chimp in the place where you sent it. Uh,
0: of course that's where he's going. Like, how mm-hmm. was that not on the list of places to check? It's been five hours? Five hours! Your che- like, for, I
1: have questions about how Andrew Andrew's clearly the smartest person other than Dr. Prentice in this movie. And Jenny. Because he knows how to get to the...
0: Yeah, like, how did he know how to how get
1: there? How did he know? I don't know. He went and
2: got a map. Figured it out. The hot cheese center. Yeah. The hot cheese center is what the girl says. Oh, yeah, funny that's right. contribution there. Nice. Thank you, Sarah, for that wine. Yeah, it's one of
1: five you've said, and we appreciate just that one. Yeah. So the family goes to, or we have Andrew who goes to the center, finds Jenny, opens up, locates her, her room. It's not a cage, locates her room somehow, opens it up and goes inside, and they attempt to leave, and the door's locked because it only opens from one side, which, yeah yes that is logical if you have a chimpanzee who is intelligent and probably knows how to open doors (laughs) he certainly would only open from one side you idiot so now andrew is also locked (laughs) with jay and they cuddle and go to bed (laughs) that's
2: that's the that's what happens dr prentice finds them oh god okay but can you explain to me why his parents don't find him till the morning. I don't Great know, question. dude. Great so, don't somebody know. tell me because he comes home what after school? Let's let's do some time here. Yeah, he comes home after school. It's let's say four p.m. Four p.m. Yeah, he's then gone for five hours. Nine p.m. Nine p.m. It's dark when he arrives at the hot cheese center, mm-hmm. and he goes inside the thing. It's nighttime. He falls asleep. We cut to his parents with him. It's daylight outside. It's the morning time. What the fuck have they been doing all night? They knew where he was at 9 p.m. What they've been doing is resolving the plot a
1: second time without the viewer's knowledge. Because they have extracted him from the building, from the room with Jenny. Had a conversation with Dr. Prentice. And they're like, guess what? Jenny's going back to Africa now.
0: I have to point out, to your point, the average kid can ride a bike from twelve to fourteen miles an hour. Sweet
1: Jesus, we're making this a math
0: problem. I'm just saying. I think their car could go faster than that. I agree, almost certainly. If they drive forty miles an hour, which is not very fast, but let's say it's on mostly residential and non-highway, they could. And it it took him five hours to get there.
2: Probably takes him one. Yeah. Maybe one hour twenty. Yeah. At forty. So they're there by 10.30 p.m. Yeah. Oh, easily. They don't take him out of that in that uh, room until... 8 a.m. 7.30. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, what are we doing? Like, they go and get a hotel. they like go, they go and a they got a go hotel.
0: Breakfast. No, they. I guess that you're right. They were busy getting on the horn and learning that, wow, what are the odds the land she lives on is protected now.
2: So. Yeah. They call Dr. Prentice. They say, hey... Is Andrew there? She goes, Yeah, he's sleeping in a locked room with a wild animal. And they go, <laughs> All right, we'll come get him at around 7:30 You, in you the gonna morning. be around.
0: We'll see you tomorrow. God. Let him sleep. He's tired.
2: Let him sleep with that literal wild animal.
1: So they have a bunch of negotiations off screen for a second time in the last literal 10 minutes. And determine that they are going to take Jenny back to Africa because it's safe now, we're good, it's safe. I, which is, again, fucking crazy, and Dr. Prentice acknowledges this by saying, Ginny has none of the skills to live in the wild. If she happens to bond with a social group, she might, there's no guarantee, she might make it. And the family's chill with that. They are chill with a very high probability that this chimp they love, in quotes, dying in the wild
2: rather than getting an education and well, furthering science, and which furthering he is science. supposedly a scientist.
0: Like this chimp has never seen another chimp.
2: Never. He imprinted on Hugo Archibald.
0: This chimp.
2: God, what a terrible life that is.
0: Cookies. And cake <laughs> and deviled eggs.
1: That's right. Well, it throws deviled eggs. We're not sure about the consumption.
0: That's right. This chimp lives in a treehouse <laughs> away from all predators.
2: That's correct. This chimp's been taken to court. This <laughs> chimp's been to a hospital. This, this chimp was treated by a hospital.
0: This tri- chimp has driven a car. <laughs> And this chimp is supposed to go survive in the wild. This, this chimp, chimp, wears, a a wore, this chimp yeah. wears a diaper. This chimp
2: wears a diaper. True.
0: And this chimp is supposed to go survive in the wild.
2: Yep. Versus we're gonna let the premier expert on primates study this chimpanzee and further her research with an incredibly high potential uh, creature in a distance that we can visit her. That we could, if we wanted to, come see jenny and and have our kids continue to have this amazing connection with this creature we're gonna take it back to africa and almost certainly doom it to death
0: this is why when people say SeaWorld should let go of the whales release the whales i'm like you're a fucking idiot and for the record i'm not trying to start like the sea world conversation you know they stopped the breeding program and i agree there should not be putting more animals into captivity like orcas that are gigantic but the ones that they have will die if they release them because that's what happened to keiko the whale from free willy Mm -hmm. they tried and he died like less than a year later
1: it would be bad enough if hugo on his own took jenny back to africa and released them the kids don't have to know that jenny like how she acclimated like they're separated the dad is taking this burden on he's just going to go release jenny and come back instead Hugo traumatizes his family further by taking the entire family unit to Africa. Wait, first I just guess.
0: Hugo says we're gonna go to Africa you're coming too it's gonna be great and they go in for a group hug and I don't know if either of you paid attention.
1: God, it's so awkward.
0: <laughs> but the daughter comes in for the group hug like it's like the son sitting down The dad and mom are very lovingly embracing the son. And the daughter, it's clear that the actress got the instruction that she needs to also get on the group hug, but none of the other actors responded to her being in the hug. So she's just standing on the outside, just like with her arms out, not touching them. (laughs) And then she goes, I can't wait to go to Africa. But it's clear it's a VO because she's not moving. Her mouth is not moving. (laughs) So her none of her body's moving. You can, it's like almost profile where you she's can't quite see her mouth, but like you'd be able to tell that she was talking. Yeah, and, yeah, she, yeah. and it, I was laughing so I was like, <laughs> "They didn't." Okay, she's not. A, she's not in the hug. She's not talking, but that's, that's fine. Funny.
1: What terrible direction. So they take the family to Africa to traumatize them more. They go to the reserve. Jenny, they release her, and in a series of just shitty slow mo shots, <laughs> release Jenny. Bag into the wild. And then there are five too many cutback sequences between Ginny going to meet the tribe, uh, I'm sorry, the group of chimpanzees and
2: Andrew. Yeah, all in slow mo. And, and that's the, how the movie ends. Well,
1: the movie ends with a slow mo pause freeze frame on Ginny's very uncomfortable stare at camera. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I didn't like it. And it fades to black. <laughs> and that is the Ginny Project, everybody. Dude. Dude. I, I- Okay, so we made it. Did Let's we? talk about. Ra- I mean, listen. I'm we a changed didn't. person. We've been changed innumerable amounts. I can't wait to hear your rating. I give this movie a one point two. Wow, low for you. I disliked it immensely. I certainly hope the source material was better. This movie was melodramatic. We did not get to see important scenes that would have actually added value to the film. It did not know what it was. It didn't establish any of the familiar relationships. And frankly, I liked the quote, villain unquote of this movie a lot more than I liked who's the protagonist is supposed to be, which is Hugo. Also, who's the real victim here? It's Jenny because that chimpanzee had to suffer through that acting. Whoever Ginny is, and I, assu- I assume it's actually Jenny, but like whoever the chimp is playing Jenny, I'm so sorry that you had to sit through that acting there were pop points that could have been good and they just weren't.
0: I'm giving this a one. And that whole point is for Jenny. <laughs> that whole point goes to, yeah. to the ape. Um, I'm so disappointed by this movie. It was only 76 minutes long, which is one of, if not the shortest ones of these movies. And my God, it felt three times that long. Um, it made no sense. The family was terrible. It could have been so good. A movie about a a chimpanzee bonding with humans and learning sign language could be so good, and it was so very bad.
2: Mhm. Mhm. You gonna make it, pal? You okay? I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I, yeah I don't know. I'm gonna give this movie a one point five. Oh. Um, and that one point five is entirely because of Jenny. I'm just gonna, <laughs> I'm just gonna second what Molly's always saying here. You know, I uh, I was not made physically uncomfortable to the point of turning this film off, which has happened to me before. I did not enjoy this movie, but I do think Monkey, I mean Ape, is cute. Yes. And so for that, I give it 1.5. Well, I would like
1: to review this review. That is a one out of 10. Uh-huh. Now there were not many reviews about this movie worth reading i'm not saying this one is worth reading but boy did it make me just shake my head in disbelief let's get into it the title is boring film only for children and they marked it as warning spoilers so i had to click open to read this sure and what i was greeted with was the following my own note this review the review does not contain outright spoilers but there's enough spoiler material to mark it as such because of a telling reference in the last paragraph i only just happened to see this film luckily not in its entirety and i wonder if an adult my age or many many boring kitty films that i have come to generally dislike in this genre with many exceptions in parentheses such as mrs doubtfire that
2: sentence makes no sense by the way is that an exception or is that the mrs anyway, doubtfire is the on. exception
1: is yeah. that a kid film Quote, made for TV, unquote, usually says it all. Boring acting and actors, directing and execution, character conflict that is not believable, the plot changes very slowly, and backslash, or the film's pace is as slow as molasses. Adding to that is the fact that the plot setting takes place in a very comfy, comfy suburban environment, which is quite specific to North America. In this day and age of knowing how most films end in a satisfactory manner, and while this suburbanite milieu may serve well some other films and series, parentheses, Desperate Housewives, in quotes, being a great example, in parentheses, <laughs> in here, it seemed to make a notable disservice, adding to the TV-watching boredom. Before writing my review, I learned from here that there was a way better book published on the subject matter. I thought then that the paper publication had to be better. I guess the idea was heavily watered down by decision makers. This film aired May Day, which is a national spring holiday in Estonia. It was given a late morning time <laughs> slot that seemed suitable for small kids. <laughs> I couldn't care to watch it till the end, so I changed the channel to watch a better-rated quote, Spirit Stallion of the Chimeron, (laughs) end quote, which is also a kiddie film, but more watchable. (laughs) Alas, alas, there was nothing better to watch anyway, so I finally switched the TV set off. (laughs) (laughs) Not done. Not done. I'm very much (laughs) not done. Woo! Okay. Of other kiddie films, quote, baby geniuses, unquote, was also better than what this review was about. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I
1: remembered uh, <laughs> I, promise, not, I, I remembered a 1980s film about a chimpanzee who could also speak sign language and who was also befriended by a kid. <laughs> Open parentheses. The kid was notably older and not a small child anymore. Laughter <laughs> <laughs> And the film was about many chimpanzees and about experiments to be done to them. Why is this
0: review
2: just about other movies?
1: Of course, that ended well too, but I just can't remember that film's title. And that is the review. Oh
2: my god. (laughs) (laughs) That review talked more about other movies than it did this one. I changed the channel and found spirit is like so fucking crazy. I love it. For the
0: record, I believe oh he's referring to Project X, a 1987 oh. comedy drama starring Matthew Broderick and Helen Hunt, oh who are God. assigned to care for chimpanzees in a secret Air Force project. Mm. God. That does undoubtedly sound better than this movie. I love oh, that they man.
1: in this day and age of knowing how most films in a satisfactory films end in a satisfactory manner and while this suburbanite milieu may serve well in other films and series,
2: Desperate Housewives being a great example. I can't
0: believe <laughs> I- <laughs> Housewives got looped in. Dude,
2: I also liked the this suburban environment's very North American. This aired on May Day in Estonia, and like, dude, what the fuck's happening in this review? <laughs> that read, is wild. I read that and was cackling at this like, what the crazy, fuck is this? That's some crazy ass shit right there. Oh god. So yeah, um, that's a one out of ten for this for this, yeah, r- for this movie. Dude, that is wild. That,
1: so, to be clear, this reviewer has been us on occasion when watching a decom and just turned it off. Now, we, because of this podcast, have <laughs> come have back to, to finish we it. We have to
2: finish it. But this person, I, I'm kind of envious. They literally get to turn it I off. I wish I could turn it off and leave it off. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. Oh, God. There's something we have to do.
0: Previously on Zetas Lapidus.
1: This week we watched the luck of the irish yeah. well let me read you this review let me read this to you this is a Tell 10 me. out of 10 jesus it Oh is a, my god it is a three-part review god and i cannot wait to dive into this the title of this review is the single most phenomenal movie i have ever had the
2: pleasure to watch tell me it's tongue-in-cheek Please, is it also God. God. the single God movie
0: you've ever had the pleasure to watch
2: <laughs> is a new high for us i think
0: <laughs> that's the best review we've ever is <laughs> guys i have <laughs> was the poodle line when you started giggling earlier yes, that is what we're saying. sitting on the couch early and alice starts giggling i'm like what are you laughing you guys you'll find out <laughs> 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 guys <laughs>
2: Guys, do you think he updates it again in a month?
0: God, I we hope gotta check so. We got to check back. Right, Guys, oh, okay, put, put a reminder put on now. the calendar.
2: Guys, does he update it again in 2023?
1: God, like, I want him we to. We got to
0: f- check back after St. Patrick's Day. If he
1: does, day. I'm going to reread it.
2: Oh, <laughs> yeah. So. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: We got to put a reminder on the calendar for uh, the day after St. Patrick's Day.
2: Listener, you should know, date of filming, March 20th, which is to say that St. Patrick's Day has come and gone. Mm and we now have a responsibility to look to see was there a yearly update of the luck of the irish review that we have seen a yearly post on from that reviewer on imdb what is the verdict i've just checked unfortunately
1: we do not have an updated for 2023 review from this reviewer We will continue to check back, listener, and see if we're able to get an updated review. And as soon as we do, you will know.
0: Hey, if you know anyone, perhaps a crazy uncle, that would call The Luck of the Irish the most phenomenal film they've ever seen, ask them if they've written an IMDb review about it. And if so, see if they'll update it. Maybe maybe it's a six degrees of... Armageddon situation where we just need to start talking and putting the word yeah. out there and somebody will get to the reviewer.
1: Maybe. Maybe. All right. Well, what do we have next? Let's see. We, oh, no. We have Ready to Run.
0: No. We've already watched that movie.
1: Oh, have we? Oh,
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> no, I'm thrilled to share that next week we have Jumping, Jumping ship,
2: ship. That's It's a horse movie.
0: The horse sense sequel. The
2: sequel to horse sense. Yes. And
0: I'm so excited about it because we had Joey. We had Andrew. We're getting Matthew this time. Yeah, we All are. All three Lawrence brothers.
2: Short cameo appearance in Horse Sense, commented on Joey Lawrence's outfit, as I remember, but now a key character in Jumping Ship. I'm giddy. I've oh, never seen it. I've seen I'm, Horse Sense, I've never seen the sequel. So I have high I have hopes, it.
0: honestly. I'm ready for some shenanigans. You know I'm what ready, I mean? Yeah. Pass- hey.
2: Regardless of how it was, going back to to Xenon felt good. It felt comfy. It felt nice to be with characters we knew. I am anticipating a similar feeling here. God, I hope so. Yeah, it's,
0: just, just being back with Michael and Tommy will be nice.
2: Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate
1: you. Thank you so much for getting through the Jenny Project with us. Please be sure to rate and review the pod. It really does help us out. And make sure to follow wherever you get your pods. And in the meantime follow us on all of our socials it's at mammoth club or at mammoth underscore club and if you'd like to engage and chat with us or anybody else on the Mam fam be sure to follow us and find us on discord in the
2: meantime we'll see you next week thank you so much and bye goodbye oh that's a good impression well done